Good Vibes Only is here to take you on a journey to discover the weird and wacky world of wellness. It's brought to you by the globally renowned skin and wellness expert, Marie Reynolds, who holds over 36 years of experience within the skin and well-being industry. Each week, Marie shares her own holistic lifestyle hacks and chats to other leading wellness experts to find out their Good Vibes story, discussing how they deal with day-to-day stress, anxiety, sleep, and skin issues. Listen in as Marie explores why, when it comes to our health and wellness, we need to look beyond the linear, question the norm, and think outside the box. Welcome to Good Vibes Only. I am your host, Marie Reynolds, and I'm joined today by the gorgeous Claudia Dumont. She's a holistic health coach. Claudia helps women fall in love with the healthy lifestyle, in particular mums and women who feel like they've lost their sense of identity. She can help women find balance and create new lasting habits. Welcome, Claudia. Hello, Marie. Nice to meet you. It's a pleasure to have you. So if you can just explain what your background is and what you do. Yeah, sure. I'm Claudia. I set up a company called Mini Mondo, which is all about offering holistic health coaching and courses predominantly to women and mums. I've been in the health and fitness industry for about 20 years now. I started teaching step classes in the gym, if anyone remembers those. I remember them only too well, and I've got no coordination whatsoever. So when they were clapping and stepping to the right, I was skipping and hopping to the left. Yes, I used to love those classes. It was so much fun. So that was kind of where where I started. And then I became a personal trainer, and I set up a women's outdoor fitness a group in London. I always felt like men could connect through sports and fitness. Maybe they could go out and play football or they watch a lot of sports and there's always that kind of connection for men. And maybe for women, it's just a little bit less obvious, yeah. maybe more so today with the rise in yoga and, and things like that. But back when I started um, my outdoor fitness group, it, there wasn't really a lot going on. So I set that up to bring women together through being healthy and thriving, which was amazing. And then I became a mum. And that kind of brought a lot of change in my life. And even though I was very fit before, actually, that was something that just kind of almost disappeared when I had kids. I don't know why. I think I just kind of went all in on motherhood or what I thought motherhood should be. Yeah, because there's a lot of pressure, isn't there, when you first become a mum of what you should be and what you should be doing to your baby and your body. And there's ever such a lot of pressure. And also the hormones obviously kick in. Definitely. I've always been a bit of a perfectionist and I think maybe less so now. Um, But, you know, when the kids were young, I felt like everything needed to be done perfectly. And then that becomes very overwhelming. And from there, I then started to take more of an interest in holistic well-being. I'd I'd say before that it was predominantly through a kind of fitness angle Mm -hmm. um, and nutrition. But yeah, that that kind of got me interested in holistic well-being because I really had to reassess how to get myself back on track and feeling genuinely healthy and happy again um, after having my kids and just putting myself first a little bit more, which, you know, is a common theme for mums. But that's where Mini Mondo was born out of becoming a mother and kind of going through these big changes. It's absolutely fantastic. It's such a brilliant idea because I think a lot of the emotions that go on with being a new mum, guilt is one of them, guilt for having that time for yourself. And it's really important to connect 
with other people yeah it's very very important so just explain what Minimondo is and what you do and the type of courses that you offer yeah absolutely I predominantly offer health coaching so holistic health coaching through generally one-to-one it could be a kind of introductory call or generally I'll work with clients on a longer term period ideally at least a three-month period because Changes take quite a long time to embed and to stick. It's reprogramming thought patterns, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And also, I really like to look at well-being in a really positive way. I think well-being is sometimes seen as something really boring, a burden, lots of rules, lots of things you can't do and can't eat. And so I really like to flip that on its head and view well-being and try to work with my clients to to shift even that mindset that yeah. actually putting yourself first and being healthy is just showing love to yourself yeah. and that's kind of where it all needs to come from and so I've also created a course that's really close to my heart called the gorgeous mama reboot <laughs> I love that title yeah so mums who maybe just feel a bit stuck and can't quite turn things around to feel healthy and happy and kind of thriving again. So that's my signature course. And then I have a a mini course, like a little introductory course called New You, Crafting Your Wellbeing Blueprints. So that's kind of a a bit of a kickstart. If you just want to watch a kind of 30-minute video with some worksheets and activities just to get you thinking about what's important to you and therefore, what actions should I take that are going to get me to where I want to be? And it's just a very uh, quick. And are these online courses or are they in-person courses or how do they work? Yeah, so those two are online. And I also work with clients to take people through those courses on a one-to-one basis. So we would literally work through together a coaching one-to-one approach. But if somebody wants to do it in their own time and it just feels more comfortable, then they can also take those courses as video online courses. Mm. And what about pregnant mums? Do you sort of like do any coaching for mums to be and then like easing them into the transition. Yeah, I think that's a really important point because actually, you know, prevention is uh, sometimes better than trying to reverse something that's already happened. So I think pregnancy is a really important time because you can actually start to bring these healthy habits in during pregnancy. And actually, if you if you've worked through those in the nine months, you hopefully will stand a better chance to keep those going. Yeah, it's Um, almost like building a foundation, isn't it? Because I don't think that no matter who tells you how lovely it is with childhood and birth and everything, no one can prepare you for what is about to come. Oh, completely, (laughs) completely. And I'm sure people tried to tell me, but you you just can't ever understand. You know, no one can ever say to you, Oh, you know, when you did this thing in your life, it's like that, you know, there's yeah. just nothing to compare it to. Nothing. And nothing. some people, you know, some people go into motherhood and, you know, flourish and and, and works amazingly and others, you know, it, it can be a, a challenge. It doesn't mean you don't love your kids, but just keeping a little moment for yourself in motherhood is really important. And you hit the nail on the head. It is about rounding techniques. And mm-hmm. I kind of like to think of them as anchoring as well. You know, yeah. those two words are really important because 
actually these healthy habits that you can bring into your life, you can come back to all the time, yeah. anytime. So yeah. you can kind of steer off course a little bit and then they kind of need to anchor you back down. And they're all tools and techniques to just bring you back to reset yeah. and, uh, and grounding. And, and I think when you have a baby, especially when you first have a new baby, there's so many people that, that give advice and especially midwives and what you should and shouldn't be doing. And it's so important to understand that you know your baby better than anyone else. Yeah, and um, to trust yourself that that is true. I think I read so many books and I was asked the question recently, what would I do differently? And, and I think I would just not read books <laughs> yeah, exactly. because, because it, it really meant I stopped trusting my own judgment and intuition. And actually, yeah. if you just say, no, I have to go with what feels right here and really listen to what's going on, you're likely to end up on the right path. Yeah. And I think I think that goes for everything. I mean, even through different stages in a woman's life, going through things like menopause or anything like that, especially now on social media, everybody's an expert. At the end of the day, you're all individual people and you have to go on this journey. It's lovely to have advice, but trust your own instincts and trust your own intuition. Yeah, absolutely. And that's why I set Minimondo up because whilst you can learn a lot from social media, I think if you're not necessarily in the industry itself, it can be sometimes hard to differentiate between someone who who has qualifications. And that is really important to me. And of course, you can learn from your own experience. But I think what I have done is is bring those two together. I have the qualifications and the credibility and, and people can trust that what's being said is is something that authentic. they can follow and authentic exactly yeah. but of course I have my own experience that um you know I kind of took myself through my gorgeous mama reboot course and tried different things and I think nowadays if you're not in the industry to really know where you're getting your source of information from so that's really important for me in setting up my business yeah also if you've got a platform and you've got followers, then people think, oh, so-and-so said this, but actually they've got no experience, no qualifications. Um, (laughs) And actually that kind of leads me on to my whole approach to holistic health is very much about bio-individuality. And sometimes that's quite difficult for people to understand because they want to follow something, you know, like, oh, what's the latest diet? Because it's easy kind of to follow, but actually if you realize that you are an individual and make well-being as fun and joyful as possible you can actually test and learn lots of different things test and try and tweak and see it a bit as a game enjoy it but ultimately it is about listening to your body it is about for, for for me and for what I do it is about choosing more natural things you know it's kind of going back to basics a little bit listen to your body choose natural have a bit of fun find the joy you know it's not really about the latest diet you know right no you're singing my my song I'm telling you don't worry I'm right on the same wavelength so I had a look at your your website and I loved the little ones that you were doing with your little boy you not only do these techniques for 
pregnancy, mums-to-be, new mums. It's literally managing the tasks of being a mum. So explain what these little videos are that you were doing. So that was a COVID project, actually. We were all stuck indoors and we couldn't really go out and keep fit and as we maybe would have done before. One of the things I think is challenging for anyone with well-being is finding time. Yeah. And a lot of mums always say they just don't have time. But one of the things that I think is one of the most wonderful things to do is to do things with your kids so the fitness videos were all about right how do we as a family stay fit and healthy and so we made I mean I don't really like to show my kids on social media so I got them to dress up in superhero costumes I loved that I think that's really good (laughs) because it it makes it all part of the adventure and fun for kids yeah Exactly. And even sometimes they watch the videos and because they're a bit older now, you know, they're like, oh, you know, that's me. So that was that was a lot of fun. That was so much fun putting those together. But I really believe in in bringing the family and trying if if you feel like you really don't have time, try to combine things. So a walk with the kids. Actually, that's a beautiful moment, especially if they're a little bit open to have a real connection, have a conversation. Kids sometimes like to talk more when they're not looking at you, right? That's why conversations in the car are sometimes quite good, you know? But a walk with the kids, a bit of exercise at home. We literally yesterday all did a fitness video together. So we all were on the rug doing sit-ups and they're having fun and we're having fun and actually we're kind of educating them as well. It's also quality time as a family which is is really important as well. Tell us what the main challenges of a new mum. I like to kind of call them myths actually because there's sometimes stories that we tell each other. So you said it earlier, mum guilt, that's that is huge. You think you have to be there with your child all the time. One of the other things that is a challenge is mums wanting balance. And whilst the kind of goal of balance is an important one, actually that sometimes is a myth in itself. Mm. So maybe as a new mum, you do have to be there for your child from the offset for the first three months. And so your priorities change a little bit, but then that needs to kind of not last forever. So maybe it's the first two or three months to feel comfortable as a new mum. And then you'll have to start shifting your focus a little bit, maybe back to yourself. So that kind of myth of I need to find balance and trying to do it in finding balance, everybody's trying to do it all. Mm. Actually, that's a myth in itself. That's not achievable. So actually, it's about saying what is a priority and what's important to me right now? And what are the two or three top things I really need to be focusing on? And over time, that will ebb and flow and it will shift into different priorities. And so you find your balance by accepting what's important right now and what's important further down the line. So balance is something that people, you know, women come to because they're trying to get it all done and feel like they need to get it all done, but it's impossible. The mum guilt is kind of a myth. A lot is spoken about it now in terms of the more you give love to yourself and the more you care for yourself, the better a mum you will be. I mean, it's absolutely true. Your child yep. will benefit if you're happy and if you're stable and rested, then obviously yep. your children uh, and your family as a whole will benefit from it. Yeah, um, exactly. You do design thinking techniques. Can yep. you explain a little bit more about that? Yes, absolutely. My other life <laughs> that I lead is in advertising and I've worked in advertising for about 
20. And one of the techniques that is used within advertising to brainstorm new products or new ideas is this design thinking technique. And so I've taken that technique and brought it into health coaching because in marketing and in advertising, it is all about the customer. It's about yeah. understanding the customer. Who are they? What is their persona? What are their needs? What are their wants? And actually, that's what we should be asking ourselves. So there are a lot of tools and techniques that use this kind of focus to turn on ourselves. Okay, who is it that you want to become? What are your needs? What are your wants? And then out of that, you can start to identify 10 possible actions, actually only four really align to who I want to become and what my needs and wants are. That starts to feel a lot more achievable rather than trying to do everything. So it really is about getting focus. But a lot of the design thinking techniques is about turning the attention on yourself and also creativity. So one of the things that I found over the years is if someone has a a want or a desire to lose weight, maybe they will start a new diet. And that kind of lasts for a little bit. And then after a while, it stops and they go back to what they were doing before. Then they might try another diet. So we kind of repeat the same patterns over and over again. Actually, the tools that we use in design thinking allow you to start thinking outside the box a little bit. So it really is about creatively thinking and trying to think differently to solve the same problem so that people are not on this hamster wheel of repeatedly trying what feels like something different, but is ultimately the same, right? One diet here, one diet there, and not really getting the results. With these exercises that I work with people on, we just have a bit of fun and get creative and brainstorm and really think about what are the actions that somebody can take that are going to help them achieve what they want to achieve in a fun way, in a joyful way, in a sustainable way. So I find it works really well to kind of turn what we use in big business onto onto ourselves. That's really interesting. I do something called the non-emotional contract, and it's all about not overthinking and putting things down in a specific plan and seeing what you can deal with and what you can't deal with. Thinking about sort of like a mum's role, what age groups do you coach up to? I mean, honestly, it can be from, as you say, pregnant women right through to women with teenage kids Yeah, because each stage is different and our kids change and we think we've got it sorted and then they change again and then we think we have it sorted again. (laughs) Women going through their transition of motherhood, of becoming a new mother and everything. I remember someone saying to me, your child will go to bed one day and you'll wake up and you'll think, who the hell is that? Who's taken (laughs) over my child? And I thought, that's not going to happen to my Livy. No way. And she woke up and I just thought, oh, my God, I don't know who this child is. And I tell you something, the different stages of how a child grows Mm. and how you as a mother has to adapt to that and and the dynamics between the children, either, you know, boys and girls or or whatever, is really difficult. And another stage that I found, I think actually it was it was the worst stage of motherhood. That was when my daughter went left for university and I oh, had, yeah. I literally felt bereft it was almost yeah. like a grieving yeah. and like my daughter's sort of like 26 now and I even now I still look at her pictures and, and you don't realize it's like a grieving of a childhood 
Yeah. You know, yeah. even though I'm so unbelievably proud of her, she's amazing. She's just an amazing young woman. But you grieve for that childhood. And someone said something to me once, and it was the only thing that really resonated. They said, your children do not belong to you. They pass yeah. through you. You just guide them up into adulthood and you have to then step Let back. them go. Yeah. I had this overwhelming sense of, like I'd abandoned her at uni and like she was on yeah. her own and she was out there and she's this fragile little bird. And actually she's as strong as anything and she's been yeah. amazing. I think, you know, honestly, the way that I see it is also these are really key moments of change. Mm. Um, and whenever we as people go through moments of change, those moments can sometimes just knock us off course a little bit. Um, So whether it is the becoming a mother part, which obviously can affect very much your identity because of who you were before and after, or whether it's when your children leave home, you become an empty nester, and that's still a real moment of change. Uh, And one of the things we touched on earlier is about having these kind of healthy grounding habits to come back to, to kind of feel anchored because it, it is in those moments of change that you kind of need to remember those things and come back to them and they will change for everybody over time. And one of the important things that I work with women on is saying what you're doing today may not be the things that you'll do in 10 years time. That's fine. You're finding what's working for you now. And then as your children grow, and again, you go through moments of change and you change, you, you might have a love for something that starts to grow that was never there before, or you might not like the same foods. And so you'll have to kind of change what you're, what's making you feel healthy and grounded. Mm-hmm. And it's the, it's similar kind of approach at, at any stage, really. And what I really try to do is empower women to, as we've said, kind of listen yeah. to what is going on and trust that they know what yeah. to do. But I'll work with women to kind of work through those things. Yeah. Tell us what your website is, your social handles and where people can reach out to you and what courses you offer. Yeah, sure. So my website is www.weareminimondo.com. The Instagram handle is at We Are Minimondo. Oh, Facebook as well. And the two main online courses, if people wanted to do them in their own time, is the New You course, and that can be found on my website, and the Gorgeous Mama Reboot course, which is also on my website. And people can book coaching sessions via my website as well. So if it's a a kind of introductory 90 minute call, we will work through techniques. Yes, slightly uh, faster pace because it's one call, but it's a a really nice way to get an introduction to how I coach and uh, just work through some of these themes that we talked about around what is it that you want to need who is it that you want to become and really getting clarity on that and then having a little bit of creative brainstorming around what might be the things that that you could do to to try in your life and i use that word intentionally because sometimes we try things and fail and then stop actually it's all about trying and 
tweaking. And so I work with clients to to work through those things as well. Perfect. Well, listen, Claudia, it's been such a pleasure to talk to you today. And it's been really interesting to see what you do. And I love what you do. I love that you involve the children and the family as a whole. So check Claudia Dumond out. And thank you so much. Thank you so much, Marie. Such a pleasure to meet you. Thank you. That's it for this week's Good Vibes Only episode. But there's plenty more wholesome, holistic information where that came from. Check out Marie's website, www.mariereynoldslondon.com or follow Marie on socials. For Marie's products, follow at Marie Reynolds London on Instagram and Facebook and at Marie Reynolds underscore London on TikTok. You can also follow Marie's day-to-day content on Instagram. Follow at Marie Reynolds underscore M-R-L. Thank you so much for listening to Good Vibes Only. If you've enjoyed this episode, we'd love for you to subscribe to and review the podcast wherever you listen to them. And remember to share the episode too. See you next time.